Hey guys, welcome back. This is uh, Brendan. Just taking a minute before we get started the podcast to give you a quick update. Uh, season two of Cinema Gush is starting in earnest next Friday. Um, you'll note we are posting on Friday instead of Thursday, and the main reason for that, the, the only reason for that, is that some of us are back in the office again, so Friday's just an easier day for us to post. But this episode is just a quick kind of ditty of an episode, kind of get back in your minds, get you thinking movies again. Um, we're just kind of going over basically the state of the industry. It's a lot of, a lot has changed. A lot has changed in the last year for everyone everywhere and movies are no exception. So I hope you enjoy. We're just going to talk some fun, talk where we're at, talk what we've been seeing, what we've been doing. And then next week we will start in earnest with our guests, me being the first guest where we'll talk about a movie I saw over this pandemic and I'm just enraptured by, and that's, uh, the sequel to the shining Dr. Sleep. So if you join us next week, we'll do that. Then Nick's got his all-time favorite movie lined up after that, which we'll just leave that as a little mystery for now. And then we get uh, get some more guests. We've got some great lined up, some great movies, and we hope you join us. We are really excited for what we got coming up, and uh, we really appreciate you guys being there for it. So enjoy, and uh, we'll see you next week. How is the hitman's wife's bodyguard a thing? Welcome, everybody, to Cinema Gush Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we're back and uh, talking about how things are things. That's going to be in there, right? You're going to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I figure we might as well. I just, I was like, how, how is that? Well, I mean, I know the answer. It's money. The answer is money, 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 money. That's why these things happen and that's why these things occur. I mean, it's. It's a bunch of high-profile celebrities who want to work and act together, and I think that's a wonderful thing, and they, they should totally go for it, you know, if, if it's going to make money, money, money. Or I something. mean, I'm taking my dad out for dinner and a movie tomorrow, and who knows? That may be what we end up seeing. You may go see the hitman's wife. The only rule I gave him is yeah. I will not go see Fast and the Furious because I've never <gasps> seen one. I've oh. never seen any of them, and I'm waiting until they're all out to watch them in reverse order. It's been a dream of mine for years to watch <laughs> the entire Fast and the Fur- Furious series in reverse order. Which would be amazing to see them go from stealing things like, oh, we're stealing a billion dollars and we're stealing a tank to, I know the first movie in which they're stealing televisions. Well, like, don't spoil the first movie for me. Uh, That's like uh, 10 movies away from now. <laughs> oh my god! No, my, my, my understanding is they're going to be in space in the 10th one part one and part two at some point in there. So I feel like it'll be good. Well, I'm, I am actually looking forward to watching part two first and then part one and then nine and then eight, seven, then Hobbs and Shaw or whatever, whatever the order is, but it's going to be in total reverse order. That's my goal. Oh, that's right. Hobbs and Shaw. That's a part of that cinematic universe. Yeah. A, a phrase I don't enjoy using when it comes to things like that. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to even play the board game in there. We're going to get the board game after, after the, cause it comes out, I think now. So we'll do it, play the board game after seeing nine. I'm sorry, just a board game? Yeah, I hear the board game is actually really great. It's a little, there, little board what? game where you do tricks off of vehicles and kill the bad guys. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, actually. Are you talking about uh, fingerboards, like the skateboards that no, the cool I'm kids have? No, no, I'm talking about a Fast and the Furious board game. It's at Target. And I've read the reviews, and it, it looks like a good time. <laughs> Okie doke. Well, hell, what a great way to start the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's neither here nor there. But, you know, I, okay, it's, yeah. But hi, guys, it's been a while. This is, you know, just our kind of little, we miss you, so we wanted to talk to you episode. We're going to get out there in between season yeah. one and two. And, yeah. 
Absolutely. And I mean, we're getting back to, you know, our, our usual wonderful setup with microphones. I'm sure there'll be audio issues to cover and cut through and all that good stuff. But, uh, you know, we appreciate your patience as always. And uh, thank you for liking us on Facebook and sharing the episodes. Has Absolutely. anyone done that? Somebody has, I'm sure. We've got some good guests lined up with some good movies. We've got some other guests where we don't even know what the movies we're going to be watching, but they're all going to be great, and we're excited. Yes. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're stoked as heck. We're stoked as heck. And like always, we want to start the season off by just kind of having a very casual, like, what the heck's been going on in all H-Land, H-Wood, all that good stuff in Hollywood and, you know, film stuff in general. And, I mean, to me, the biggest thing that happened while we were gone was uh, Amazon buying MGM Studios. Brendan, your thoughts? I don't know why, but MGM is like the last studio that has that old school Hollywood feel to me. And maybe it's just because their logo still hasn't changed, yeah. but it still feels like classic Hollywood. <laughs> and it's weird for me to think that now Amazon owns it. And what's the trick with the MGM lion? Lions actually don't roar like that. It's actually a different cat <laughs> I didn't know that, that roars. No. Uh, do you, no, it's... um. Oh, gosh, I'm going to look it up real it's quick. The MGM lion roar. It was a wild lion. Uh, da, 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 da. White shadows in the South Seas. What kind of animal? I'm, the roar is actually tiger. that of a tiger. All right. All is right. what it is. Mm, tiger. Mm, bird. Birdie. For all the Kung Pao and the Fist fans. Um, and for the people who have not yet to hear this story, uh, let's just assure you of uh, one very important blurb from that news story, which is as follows. Even 007 has an asterisk. Amazon will only own 50% of the spy franchise. The balance is held by Barbara, Barbara Broccoli and her brother, <laughs> Michael G. Wilson. The siblings also have ironclad creative control, deciding when to make a new Bond film, who should play the title role, and whether television spinoffs get made, which they have blocked such efforts in the past, which totally <laughs> makes sense because I could have sworn... I mean, like like a Q movie would have been great, or just a Q offshoot, or... I gotta be honest, knowing that allays a lot of my concerns about them buying MGM. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I mean, true. I think uh, for those who just love the Bond franchise, uh, it was, it's not great for young boys to watch, I don't think, but... The older you get, uh, the the more wonderful it becomes. <laughs> just well, I, cool I think stuff. there is a difference between deconstructing Bond as a chauvinist and glorifying Bond chauvinist. Yes, that was more of the seventies Roger Moore glorifying. Yeah. I think that's to me. Well, Roger Moore was my favorite Bond, but Daniel Craig has definitely, absolutely taken that away. I I think oh, he yeah. is. You know, I know there's a lot of Connery fanatics out there who will and I love happily Connery argue Bond. Connery Bond's great, but mm-hmm, yeah, Daniel Craig is. Has done great things. That said, I'm wondering what this next one's going to be like. Because the last one really found that one. Re- Spectre was exhausting to me. I, I did not see it, man. I'm a little behind. Spectre opened with a hell of a punch. And then it just fizzled for two hours. By the end, I just wanted it to be over. I'm trying to think who was the director on Spectre. It's it was the same Man- as uh, Mendes. Yeah, it was, Sam Mendel. Um, Sam yeah. Sam Mendes. Okay, Mendes, yeah, it was. It was yeah. He did uh he did do Skyfall. He did. Right? He did, which is why it was kind of disappointing cuz Skyfall was so damn good. Gosh. It must be odd to be Sam Mendes and win an, like an Oscar for like best director as like a 34-year-old man. I know I would not have been right. able to handle that. Right. Yeah. It's uh, American Beauty, right? Yeah, yeah, it's which is uh you know, it's fine. <laughs> I never saw it, and now given the lead actor, I don't feel like I need to. Yeah, that's 
Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I saw the first like five minutes of House of Cards, and I'm like, well, I'm not following this character because I love my dog, and I just left it at that. <laughs> I never got that far, so. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, I um, plan on watching it. It's just now it's kind of tainted. Yeah, so it'll be... It'll be interesting with Amazon, you know, Amazon, MGM, Whole Foods is all part of just, you know, eight companies left in America because they keep buying everybody else. Right, right. Well, I'm trying to think, what else, what else do they have? What is their library right now? Of MGM? Yeah. I think a lot of Coen Brothers stuff, because I'm pretty sure Fargo falls under MGM. The, a lot of the 50s one, 12 Angry Men falls under there. Uh, Let's see, Blade Runner? Well, I'm not going to be sad having access to those on Amazon Prime. That'll be great. Having a bunch of the classics sounds awesome. Yes, absolutely. And that movie is, oh my gosh. 12 Angry if you've Men. never seen 12 Angry Men, folks, you got to give it a go. Let's it's see what so they've done in the last 10 good. years. I've got a list here. Let's pull it up. Okay, sure. All right. Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Cabin Tattoo. Sorry. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Cabin in the Woods. Not Girl with the Dragon Cabin. Um, <laughs> Hobbit, G.I. Joe, Hobbit, Hercules, Hobbit, Hot Tub Time Machine, Creed. Oh, have you, do you see the, I saw the first Creed movie. I never saw the second one. I have not seen either yet, but it is on my agenda to do. Uh, first one was excellent. I have it on Blu-ray and I haven't watched it yet. That's real sad. <laughs> Magnificent Seven. Ooh, Vikings. Oh, that's good stuff. We yeah. really like that show. I watched more than the first season, but I really did enjoy it. Handmaid's Tale, Fargo, Shark, Shark Tank. Oh gosh, there's a cash cow for you. I mean, there's a there's a lot uh, of content. That's just the last ten or so years. Oh, Wizard of Oz, Gone with the Wind, The Apartment, West Side Story, and West Side Story. There, I just saw the trailer for that. Actually, the Spielberg one. That should be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping nice. so. I mean, it's one of his dream projects, right? Yeah, Spielberg's got a lot of dream projects. He's is he doing the one about his own childhood, or was that I think somebody he else? Is, which a little concerned about that. We can all say it's a little weird, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I mean, if M Night Shyamalan, a Ding Dong did it, people would be outraged. <laughs> yeah, but, I, those are two different things, totally. Uh, but you'd have a good midpoint in the second act when he does um, the happening and his whole career falls apart and then he goes back to nothing and then he has to, you know, rise from the ashes and he, you know, makes it worse with, with, uh, worst with that Nickelodeon TV show he adapted that we don't talk about. And uh, yeah, that one. And then he did a, what was right before Split? It was... That wasn't the elevator one, I guess was it? it? No. He produced that one. He did produce that, yeah. It was a small one. Yeah, but he really, he, he like his focus narrowed, and he got a lot better. And then he did Split, which was good, and then, then he went back and did Glass, which was... I mean, did you see Glass? I did not. Glass? But because it was free so quickly on demand, I'm assuming it's not wonderful. Well, Glass to me is a is a case study in Chekhov's gun. Like mm. glass is a movie where they point to the gun above the fireplace. They mention the gun above the fireplace. They remind the audience that the gun is loaded. They talk about what would happen if somebody grabbed the gun and then the credits roll it. Ooh. it's yeah, it's not good. It's 
That's a bit upsetting, actually. The whole movie, they, they have these obtuse reminders that they're building this big skyscraper. And they show the construction of the skyscraper, and they build up the skyscraper. And then at the very end, the bad guy is like, I'm going to go run to the skyscraper. I'm going to cause havoc at the skyscraper. And like, no, don't go to the skyscraper. And then the movie ends. Um, and nobody ever, you, then you see, the. I think at the very end of the movie, there's a long distance shot of the skyscraper being a skyscraper. And that's the extent of it. Huh. <laughs> Spoilers for... Spoilers? No. <laughs> I, I mean, really. I'm telling you nothing about the character stuff other than the fact that the skyscraper Chekhov's gun never gets fired. Okay. Okay. And that's... uh. Well, I know I'll have to check that out then and definitely get a little study going. I love... I just love studying yeah. and researching. Um, speaking of studying and researching, you saw a trailer that you really want to talk uh, about. Oh, yeah. You know what? I... Th- Look, the the world and is a little crazy, and there's a I I cancel cultures on everybody's minds, and there are times when I feel like people need to be held accountable, and there are times where I think we go too far, and one of the main ones where we went too far, I do think, is James Gunn, when somebody shows that they are sorry for the garbage they did. I think that that's worth a forgiveness and move on, and I'm glad Disney ultimately came around. But I'm even more glad that it took him a year to do so, so that we're going to get Suicide Squad by James Gunn, because that movie looks like so much damn fun. Yeah, man. That's, uh, what's what's the shark guy's name? King um, Shark. King Shark. Like, okay, if anyone has seen the Harley Quinn cartoon, which is super R-rated, by the way, seeing him in this trailer got me ridiculously excited for how awesome he is in that show. Bird. I hope that they kind of keep that same... <laughs> Well, I guess it's going to be a little different. He won't speak in sentences and have a an incredibly funny well, voice. He, but, but, you know... You I, know who the actor playing King Shark, right? No. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay. I see what they did. They did the Vin Diesel Groot thing with that. Okay. I'm all aboard. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I mean, man, <laughs> like, it looks like everything I'd want a James Gunn Suicide Squad movie to be. And I'm mm-hmm. all about it. I... Did you see you? I mean, I know you've been avoiding trailers, so I apologize that I made you watch a trailer. Not at all. I did not see the one from yesterday. I saw the one from April first. April first, and I think I think they're pretty similar without giving too much. I, away. I think this one this um, one has a lot of new stuff, but in no way did I feel like it was, say, Batman versus Superman. I know the movie now. I feel like this one gave me a nice introduction to the to uh, Idris Elba's character and then just a bunch of fun action montaging and some funny callbacks and I'm it was a good trailer it was it was what you want a trailer to be in my opinion um awesome I'm excited about it man I I I forgot Are it was you... coming out in August I we got some good stuff finally coming back into theaters now yeah, and we'll pivot to my next thing in just a second. But are you terribly familiar with James Gunn's like like writing and directing and things that he's done in the past? I, I, I <coughs> seen excuse Slither. me. I'm trying to. What else has he done? He's done some worse stuff, right? You did, did see, see Slither. I Slither. What, I watched your, it with my brother when he was far your, too young to yeah. watch Slither. Um, feel bad about that one. The only thing I remember from that movie is that Nathan Fillion's in it, and at one point a lady explodes. And, That's uh, what I remember. Pam from the office, I remember that. And and I remember a lady exploding. Well, they were right. uh, married. Were married at the time? I didn't know that. James Gunn was married. To, That's right. Yeah, him That's and Jenna right. Fisher. Um, <laughs> that just no, I knew that. I just forgot about it. So let's see. What else? He's, he, 
I know super... he did a rewrite on Scooby Doo. I know he did a rewrite on the um, Thirteen Ghosts, which is still a pretty dang good horror flick. Um, as far as directing, the only movie I haven't seen of his is Super, because he's only done two Guardians of the Galaxy, Slither, Super, and and then his upcoming Suicide Squad and Guardians Three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks like he's got a Wiley e. Coyote script in the works. Okay. <laughs> Great. And. Uh, <laughs> Great. And a Starsky and Hutch. Oh, do we need another Starsky and Hutch? <laughs> uh, whatever, man. Um, but anyway, yeah, Suicide Squad looks great. Um, it's another one of the movies that I saw with the wife, and when it was ended, and 21 Pilots, what's that big song? Uh, Heathens yeah. came on, which is a banger in of fact, a tune. In fact, I'll go so, so far just kind of to say the best part of that movie. Well, it's another one of those, you know... Say something, say something nice would be that the soundtrack was mm-hmm. killer. Mm-hmm. And speaking of killer soundtracks, I saw Cruella, and that soundtrack was absolutely killer. Think? And they probably spent way too much on it. I really liked it. We will talk about this in another episode, but I really did like Cruella. It's definitely not for children. Um, it is not in the same cinematic universe as 101 Dalmatians. So um, don't think that the very next thing she does is like <laughs> want to kill the puppies. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, for what they for what it was, which was a standalone story uh, of kind of a tragic heroine, I really well, liked it. I honestly a lot. wish Disney would go that route more often because I don't need a, a a really close, faithful remake in live action of their cartoons. Give me some like, give me a cover song version, tweak it, do something crazy with it. I mean, give me a new perspective. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting that you would say the cover song perspective because we just tried to work on a new title and we found out we would hit a whole bunch of copyright strikes. So <laughs> we're not going to go that route. <laughs> but I got to read you this one comment that I saw on the discussion about um, Disney doing more reboots like this in the future. But uh, suffice it to say, it was really fun. I have been told to not see it for reasons I absolutely will not get into. Um, but I really did like it. Um, and I would, I would recommend it to, uh, you know, take it out on a date night. We went and saw it in the theater, which I'm sure helped play a part into why I enjoyed it so much yeah. because it was in the movie theater and I've been missing the theater so very badly. I tell you this last year, my theater um, going amount dropped tremendously, like by 90% probably. And I think that put me in the realm of seeing more than your average theater goer in a normal year. But Mm-hmm. It is nice to get out because so I, I saw five movies this pandemic <laughs> in theaters. Oh, if you if you, if you count from past March to yeah, now, March or? to I did March to to March to to no masks required in the movie theater for vaccinated people. That that's to me that's the range of pandemic movies. Gotcha. And by the way, to close this thread, that comment was uh, about the Cruella movie. I can't wait for the Frollo movie. That shows us how, really, that gypsy bitch and her deformed friend had it coming. What are you talking about? <laughs> because you said like, you hope that they do more cover stories or cover Frollo. song versions of like not re- faithfully rebooting the cartoons. Frollo's right. from Horseback and Notre Dame. So he, they're saying there should be a Frollo <laughs> or, like, movie where like the gypsy and Quasimodo like, had it coming. The, oh. the dude who sings about Hellfire is the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you must be back here behind a parapet of stone. Yeah, that movie exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that you you pivoted to the theater thing because, uh, and you know, Cruella kind of segues into this. Well, what has kind of been your thoughts on now that we've kind of gone through the pandemic? Now that we have a lot of these movies releasing on demand first, 
what has been your experience as far as like missing the theater, the convenience of being at home, the price of watching at yeah. home versus the price in the theater? Like, where are you at with all of that? Because I, I feel like you're going to be like me. We're ready to go back to the theaters and then like the occasional one we'll do at home. But I'm what do you think? 100% with you. I'm, I'm a theater man. It, there's nothing like it. It's, it's an experience. And, and you know, the people at the theater matter. It's not just that you're on a big screen. And that's, I guess what I, what I was trying to get at before is I, I saw five movies this pandemic. And I would argue actually that of all the activities to do during a quarantine, Going to the theater is one of the safest things you can do. Everybody's spreading viruses at the restaurants, but the theater, like, they, they took it. They disinfected <laughs> everything. They spread you out. They gave you masks. Everybody took it really seriously at every theater I was at. It was really nice. But not having the people there made a huge difference. I saw I saw Beetlejuice by myself in a theater in Texas during this quarantine, and it was like, I mean, it was nice to have a big screen, but I missed I was the only one laughing at the jokes and well, cause right. you were the only one, <laughs> it, but it takes, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a comedy is less funny. Yeah, yeah. If there's not people to laugh with you, a horror movie is less scary. If there aren't people cowering with you, part of the amusement is the jump. Oh. A jump scare is just a waste of my time. If I'm not watching an audience jump with me. That's an interesting perspective. I, I was suddenly shot back to in my memory of seeing fun with Dick and Jane in Los Angeles years and years ago with my older brother. And that it was like one of the greatest movie going experiences because people just were dying yeah. of laughter and you couldn't help, but like get a part of it. It was contagious. Like the virus. It was very contagious. Exactly. Like just the humor. And so I haven't had a horror theater experience, although I'm sure David will be on later in the season to do a quiet place too. It's very good. Um, but I have to imagine like, that's gotta be something. It, it, yeah. And, and and I'm not to discount the home experience because the home experience, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's a different experience. And yeah, I don't know. It's it, it, I, I am all in favor of going to movies by myself. I do that a lot. I'm all in favor of going to movies with friends. I know people are like, why would I go to a movie by myself? You, you, it's lonely, but I'm like, you're with an audience. And why would I go to a movie with friends? You can't talk and, but you're with an audience. And, and there's an energy that, I've missed. And yeah, I've gone to a handful of movies this pandemic, but I, for the most part, it was me and at most three other people in a giant auditorium. It was, we were the guys keeping the lights on kind of almost maybe as best we could. And it's not the same. I love the theater experience. I, yeah, that said, I'm really happy. I got to see wonder woman, 1984 in my home. Not because I wouldn't rather see it in the theater, but I'm glad <laughs> there was an avenue for this pandemic to get movies to people. I really hope it's not the new normal, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the list here of all the movies that were affected by the pandemic, and there were like there are some that and and that will be con- let me be clear to be continued to be affected by the pandemic because there are some that. You know, we don't mind watching at home. Like I wouldn't mind seeing sure. combat at home. I wouldn't some of those mind ditties. seeing um, some of those little ditties. But like things like Jungle Cruise, things like Mission Impossible Seven, which actually technically that's not until next mm-hmm. year. So forget that one. Um, the I would you know I don't know if the Mitchells and Machines are actually going to be in theaters. I know it's in a few, but I'd like to see it in theaters. It is um, spectacular, by the way. I wish I got to see it in theaters. That movie is going to go down in animated film history. Go watch it. I love it. I absolutely will. Um, but something like Dune, Dune needs there's to be there's on a big no screen. way 
the biggest screen yeah. that you can find. You know that that oh gosh, IMAX for sure uh, on yeah. October first, which is my we don't part. have access oh, to we'll that. With you. Wait, are you going to be here? That's when we we're don't there. have IMAX. We've got uh, we've got the Cinemark's not quite as big as, as IMAX. Okay, we'll do it. Oh, that's exciting! Oh gosh. Okay, cool. Well, that well, hey, guess what? We're all seeing him. Oh, together. I was so bummed. He was supposed to awesome. come visit about three weeks ago, and he couldn't make it for totally reasonable mm-hmm. reasons. And that's a bummer, yeah. but this is great. That's that's good news, man. Yeah. So with the whole theater going thing, I think what really kind of prompted my this conversation in the first place was we started in the Heights mm-hmm. earlier because uh, it's on HBO sure. Max right now, and we both immediately walked away from the TV to like grab snacks, and then yeah. my wife had to go answer a phone call, and then I had to get back um, and do some work stuff, and I was like, wait a minute, this right. sucks. Like, this is absolutely pointless. And so I need to be, for bigger movies, I need to be in a room contained where I can't be on my phone absolutely. or where other people can't be. And I think we've you know. talked about this, too. When so, you're in a theater, you've spent money, you've gotten out of the house, you're hostage to the movie. I... I don't watch hard movies at home. I don't watch movies that challenge me morally, mentally, and physically. Those, you know, those movies that that are a chore in the best way possible. Do you know what I'm saying? The hard movies. Yeah. The, you're not watching them for fun. The Schindler's List. The 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 horror movies that 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 the wheedle into your subconscious. I don't do them at home because I can always just walk away from them. The movie theater absolutely forces you to sit there and stew in whatever uncomfortableness is in front of you, and I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, we so for anyone who's just like, oh, it's cheaper to see it at home. It cost my wife and I seventeen dollars and fifty cents to go to the movie, and we bought money that you know, if we had children, we would have spent sure. on a babysitter. But I spent it on popcorn and nachos and drinks, and that was still under right. thirty bucks. So. Checkmate atheists. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It was still cheaper to go see it in the theater than it was to watch it at home. Um so and you know, it, when it's free, I'm sure we'll watch it again. Uh but it's also I'm also one of those guys who like I'll probably buy it on DVD as well because right. it was and, really enjoyable. And yeah, so when Black Widow comes out here in the next couple weeks, I know I could spend about the same money to watch it in my house on That's Disney right. Plus. Not gonna. I'm gonna go see an action movie in the theaters. I'm looking forward to seeing a Marvel movie in the theaters again. Looking forward to the audience. I hope it's full with other people. Absolutely. And, you know, Top Gun Maverick was yeah. another one that's coming out in November that I feel like with the way that I've seen in the trailer how they've been shooting it, Looks that'll like a lot be of another. Fun. Go see an IMAX. Yeah. Go barf your guts out kind and, of a thing. And that, like, so the wife hasn't seen Top Gun. And so uh, we're going to sit down and watch the first one hmm. to, to prep for that. But but watching it at home, you've to me, you've got to make an evening of it. Otherwise, you don't watch it and so we're gonna do that we're gonna make an evening of it and go see the new one because it does look like a lot of fun looks like a lot of great 80s and and the cinematography like you said it looks like looks like planes doing stupid things and i'm all for it (laughs) yes indeed so that's what those are the things that i wanted to talk about what else you you got have you been watching loki no, not I'm yet. Gonna, that's what I'm going to do as soon as we get off here is go watch it. We're filming this on Wednesday, so there's the new episode. It's great. Oh. It's, I, I'm loving it. Excellent. As soon as our house clears out just a little bit more, we'll definitely get started on that one. Because we did start the S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Arm Guy yeah, show. Yeah, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
Have Thank we talked you. about this? I can't remember. <laughs> if we did... If... No, we did. So we've only done the pilot in this house. I did see a review that was like very meh, so it's been tough to pick back up. I think they were just trying <sighs> to score points for saying Here's the, deal. the S-word all the time, but I mean... There yeah. are strong rumors, and... I am inclined to believe them having watched it. There are strong rumors that the main plot of the villains in that movie involved a pandemic. And they had to cut it out and rework the plot around that. A lot of that plot Mm. seems disjointed, confusing, and padded. The characters are great. Their chemistry with each other is great. But then things happen and it's like, a did not connect to B. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> Alrighty. So, huh? It, of the three, Mar- we're only halfway through Loki, but of the three Marvel TV shows, I thought Captain Winter Soldier was the weakest by far. I don't think that means it was not worth watching. But to me, if if the pandemic thing is not true, there's some real there are some real pacing issues. Yeah, I feel that. Maybe it was padded or something to just stretch things out. Dude, I I would be interested in hearing your take. Because there's some, like, characters that you feel like... This is another thing about Chekhov's gun. It seems like they set up some Chekhov's guns, but then had to take them out because nobody wants to hear that crap during a pandemic (laughs) about more pandemics. (laughs) I... Chekhov's guns. You had to empty the chamber of Chekhov's bullets. And there's just stuff that doesn't make sense that would have made sense if you had an extra scene. Like, there's there's plot points that come up that if you had one more scene, that plot point would have made sense. But it's not there. And it really feels like it should have been there and that they filmed it and it would have been there. Yeah. I, I, I'm... As, as far as conspiracy theories go, Falcon and Winter Soldier being based about around a pandemic is my number one. I'm fully, fully drank the Kool-Aid on that one. I like it. We are Kool-Aid drinkers here on Cinema All Gosh. the Kool-Aid. Yep. <laughs> oh, the Kool-Aid. Too much sugar. Gosh, added a cup of sugar <laughs> to that. What were we thinking back then? Ugh. Anyway, but that's that's all I got. Uh, you know, we're super excited to be back. You know, next week we're going to do uh, Bre- a Brennan movie that Brennan loves, that I love, and then well, we're going to do a movie that doing, I love, and then we're going to start racking in the guests. Well, what are we publishing uh, this one? And why are we talking about this now? <laughs> because the audience deserves to be part of our planning committee. <laughs> I suppose that's true. So does it not make sense that, well, we don't have to publish this next Wednesday. We can okay. wait a whole other Wednesday because we got, we definitely have a recording next Wednesday. And then I think there's another I, reschedule. I thought we wanted four in the bank. That's what it was. Yes. So that's the way that we tend to work folks. Cause currently it is 6 21 PM on a Wednesday, June 23rd. So yeah, we'll definitely get a couple more banked in full disclosure. We definitely banked a few before we did this episode, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get four in the tank. So we'll get next week's recorded and then we'll start with this one. And, and you know, if you don't like that stuff. plan audience really weigh in, tell us what you think we should do differently with incredible minutia. We really value your opinion <laughs> and would like to do things based upon purely your opinion. Cinema gush. We do it because it's fun. Cinema gush. (laughs) Well, shoot, that would mean July 1st would be next Thursday. Do we want to say this is July? Do you want to say today's July 1st? Do you want to say today's July 8th? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I'm really glad that we're we're recording this. You know, we could cut this all out or we couldn't. I don't know. No, I, th- I think this is, it. like you said, this is important. We want to, 
Yeah, there's going to be audio issues galore in this show, and uh, what if it's going to be this uh, open-ended conversation on... Uh, this you know, is we don't about know transparency. <laughs> we want to be a real. Let's, let's be a little... Let's get, guys, let's get real for a minute. Let's get real. Bring it on in. Bring it on in. Let's get, we don't know let's what we're real. doing. I've been, we're, uh, uh, we're making up on yeah. the fly, and, and the thing that you should know about that is um, that's what everybody's doing, so it's okay. Just roll with us, and thanks for being here. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah, we are stoked to have listeners. We're stoked to have people that engage on the Facebook page and that share the memes the and the memes. posters and the crap that I like to share on there. Um, I'm particularly proud of the one that I shared today. So everyone uh, should check that one out. Today? Which, of course, they won't because the one about Mickey Mouse in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. At I missed End. that one. But I do want to bring up the other day you posted uh, Jaws on the Bay, which is one of my dream movie going experiences. I have been really? planning to fly down to Texas to go to that exact screening at some point. For years I've wanted to do it. I just never did it. I That's Alamo Drafthouse thing they do every year. I want to go to that. That's summer. an Alamo Drafthouse thing? That's an Alamo Drafthouse thing, yeah. They basically, they, you watch Jaws on a giant projection screen while you're sitting on inner tubes in the water. It sounds terrifying. I so want to do it. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing, and I think I'd be in for that too. <laughs> me and a couple, me and my wife, a couple years ago, and a buddy went to see uh, the Alamo Drafthouse. It's probably the same screen they did uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind at Devil's Tower. Whoa! And that was an experience. Well, I, we'll definitely talk to the I, professor about yeah. all this. I think he'd be down for that too. Uh, but he, cool, sweet. Well, hey everyone, thanks for uh, joining in. Next week we'll have our first gush of the season, and we hope to hear you there. See you there. Love you guys. Can't wait to see you. There it is. Yeah, can't wait to see you. Bye-bye.